You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, Master Coach to Creative Entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome to Mind Your Business on Wandsworth Radio with me, Nicolette Wilson-Clark. How are you doing, everybody? I hope you're very well. Everything is great today. Um, the sun is out and there's lots to be grateful for, but I must admit you do have to look for it often because there's lots of uh, rubbish going on around as well. Coming back to the present moment, though, I'm in the studio with Sam Willoughby and we are talking about personal power and I'm really excited to have her here because I've heard a snippet of where she's been what she's doing now and I just think it's amazing and it's so important that you guys hear it as well so that you just feel invigorated and inspired to really follow your dreams so first of all can I just say hello Sam Hello, very <laughs> pleased to be here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Um, are you well today? I'm good, thank you. A little bit nervous about being on the radio. Don't worry, you're in safe hands. <laughs> I will look after you. <laughs> so it's the third week in October and we're running straight into personal power, continuing our exploration of it. And last week I talked about how to keep your personal power. And just to remind you that personal power can be defined as being about the qualities within a person that can have an influence over the world we live in, whether it's big or small. And it's not about your position in life or anything external. Remember that. Your personal power, it's about qualities like honesty, like confidence, courage, strength, competence and a desire to serve all that contribute towards having personal power. It would make sense that the more personal power you have, the more positive influence you have on others. And so where do you get your personal power from? Where are the sources? If you can increase your personal power, how can it be that you can go into spaces and environments that allow you to make it bigger and bolder? Well, it's believed that there are 10 different sources that personal power comes from. And that's what I want to share with you today. We've already said hello to Sam, and I want to come back to Sam now again. So I think that Sam's been really courageous. And I say courageous because after working for other people for around 17 years, Sam just bit the bullet and rolled up her sleeves and took off the doubt cloaks and set up her own events company called Lime Events Group Limited. And Sam is actually going to be delivering and producing a really spectacular health and well-being event next March 2019 called Live Well London. And that's going to be in Billingsgate, the 1st to the 3rd of March 2019. You should know that tickets are on sale now. And it will be held at Old Billingsgate in London. And Sam is going to tell us all about it and what you can expect. Sam, hello again. Hello. <laughs> hello. So, um... We're talking about personal power here, and I'm really curious to find out uh, how you were able to step into yours. Can yeah. you tell us from the beginning, if you don't mind, you know, how it came about that from working for someone else, you're now running your own thing? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it probably started uh, at least a couple of years ago. Um, as you quite rightly said, I've been working for corporate organisations for a very, very long time kind of living by everyone else's agendas and strategies and kind of not my own. And I also am a mum, so I was 
struggling a little bit with the work-life balance. And I'd always thought about what could I do if I left these corporate organisations? Could I, could I do something myself? Could I run my own events business? And I'd always thought, sounds like a great idea, but that also sounds really scary. Not <laughs> sure whether it's something that I can do. So I kind of kept thinking about it and then didn't do anything about it and was comfortable where I was and found it a little bit too scary to step out. And then I, I think, in a way, I suppose I had a little bit of luck in that I was introduced to a personal coach by a very good friend of mine. And um, she suggested, knowing how I felt about my work-life balance and my role and where I was going in my career, she suggested I go and see this person. Mm. And very, very luckily for me, this was somebody who didn't know me at the time, didn't know who I was, didn't know my strengths, didn't know my capabilities, didn't know how I felt about my, my career. And she worked with me to go through what that was and help me kind of remind myself of what I was good at what my qualities and strengths were and actually what I really wanted to do with my life yeah and she just if there's one word I can explain that she gave to me it was confidence Mm. and courage to go I can step out of this and whatever happens I'll be okay because as she rightly pointed out to me if I say it didn't all work and I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do I could then go off to any other events company with my CV and get a job, I would be okay. So what was the worst that could, ha- could happen? Yeah, yeah, so you always had that underpinning support, whatever yes. happened, nothing yes. to lose. No, and, and she made me and helped me believe that um, and helped me work out how I could leave my current role and feel confident and, and set up all the things that would make me feel confident to make that leap. Yeah. And it, it took a, a good year for that to happen. It wasn't actually that quick a process. Um, but at the point where I made that decision, that final decision to hand in my notice, um, which was really hard because it was a great organisation. It had given me a lot of opportunities over the years. I worked with a fantastic team who I knew I was going to miss. Um, so it was a hard decision, but I finally made that leap. And um, at that point, I left to take a bit of a break and not actually know exactly what I was going to do and spend some time thinking about that. Right. Now, tell me about the time it took you about a year. It didn't mm. happen overnight. No. Tell me about that journey and what you went through. Um, do you know what? It was actually quite emotional at times because we were talking about things like, you know, what is it that if you asked your friends or your parents or your colleagues about you that were your qualities, what would that be? And you sit there suddenly thinking, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not sure what they think. And actually, mm. I asked a few of them and it was quite... It was nice to be able to do that and you were surprised sometimes by some of the things people said about you and 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 I kind of I think I realized the only the main thing that was stopping me was my own confidence and self-belief right um which I think for whatever reason over the over the years before then had been a little bit a little bit chipped away I think um, and I needed to build that up to decide that yes I was going to go off and and do something that I actually really wanted to do uh, th- she'd put a mirror in front of you. She did, yeah. By the sound of it. And the re- how, what was the reflection like? It was good. It was good because um, I think what, sh- what she helped me and remind myself of is that, that I'm very, very, very driven. Mm. Once I decide what I want to do and where I want to go, I'm driven. But I, but I also have to do something that I have a passion for right. and have a real genuine interest in um, because that helps drive me and unfortunately that wasn't what I was doing at that time and also I think helped realign what my priorities were and, and the, the things that were really really important to me which included spending more time I've got two young children and um, being able to spend some time with them plus still I 
we kind of worked out that I still wanted to have a career. I still wanted to work really hard. That w- I didn't want to be at home um, all the time with them. Um, but I wanted to have more quality time with them. Mm. Um, but I wanted to have a good career. Um, and I still in many aspects wanted to do events because that's something I have always loved I love working on something that you work through all year and suddenly it happens and you see that thing you've been working on all year happen it's such an amazing feeling yeah it's production isn't it Mm. it's producing manifesting creating Mm. and all these great amazing people who you bring into that space as well absolutely you bring people together and especially when they when they've had a great event and they come to you and tell you how good it's been for their business there's no better feeling than that really that you've had part of that yeah because you're serving Mm. What was your lowest point, Sam, during that year? Do you know what? It probably wasn't during that year. It was probably when I first when I first made that move, and I was and I wasn't one hundred percent sure of what I was going to do. Right. I was I spent a few weeks sitting and almost a little bit panicking, thinking, "Oh my goodness, I've just handed my notice in. I don't have a job. I'm not one hundred percent sure what I'm going to do." And, and I felt at the times a bit low, thinking, "Oh my gosh," and I, and I wasn't. I'd gone from being with some people and my team five days a week to suddenly sitting in my house. I'd taken the kids to school, dropped them off, and I'd sit there going, okay, now what do I do? So that, those first couple of weeks, my emotions were up and down, thinking, have I done the right thing? Yes, I have. No, I haven't. I'm not really sure. Um, and that was quite a roller coaster at that point. Yeah, because that was my question. Where did the mind take you? Down. Right. How, um, how did you... Cause that's a part of personal power, isn't it? Mm. Is it stepping into that, that self-belief? How did mm. you get out of that group? Um, surrounded myself with people who helped me, you know, positive people, and, and particularly some friends who, who reminded me of the reason that I did it and that everything was going to be okay. And my mm. coach was still there on hand. She still was the person who, at, at every point, if ever I was, was feeling like that, she'd go back to reminding me why we did it in the first place yeah. and all the things I could do. And then I had my what I would call my piece of luck, which we can go and talk about in a minute, which yeah. helped me decide what I was then going to do. Okay, so this is with a year mm-hmm. with a personal coach. Yep. Then the decision, right? I'm leaving. I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Now you're in the kitchen. Kids are at school. Mm. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Yeah. What now? Well, luckily for me, um, I went for lunch with one of my old clients a couple of weeks before I'd left um, my job had lunch with him, was talking about what I wanted to do, what I thought about doing in my life and that kind of thing, and just also saying goodbye because I wasn't going to be working in that industry anymore. said goodbye and that was that. And I was sitting at my kitchen table um, one day and my phone rang and uh, it was this person. And he had been thinking about our conversation and he... What was, the, what was the conversation? Well, when we were just talking, he was just asking, why, why did you leave or why are you leaving? What is it you want to do? And we talked about um, running my own events company. Mm. And he said, um, why, why, don't, why aren't you going to do that? Or what, what's holding you back? And I think I said to him at that time, oh, there's a number of things um, financially. You know, I've got, I've got a family. I've shared the mortgage with my husband. You know, it's a bit scary. Not sure I could do it. All of those kind of... I was giving him all these reasons I, why I couldn't do it rather than why I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about lots of other things that weren't even connected with that. So I hadn't even really thought about that conversation. Mm. And he rang me and um, said he'd been thinking about the conversation. And he runs a very um, successful um, family business. And um, they're one of the top companies in the UK and the Times top 100 companies to work for and have been for the last 15 years mm. because of their ethos of how they look after their own staff. So very impressive business and a very impressive individual. And he said to me that they wanted, um, they'd been thinking and they wanted as a company to diversify their business and they wanted to support me because they believed in me to set up my own events business. And what did I think about that? (laughs) 
And literally, like you, I paused and thought, uh, is this for real? Really wasn't sure. That, that I was just thinking, oh my goodness, this, this invest in me, why? Had a, had a good chat and then went away to think about it. What, what was that conversation like? So he's just literally said mm. to you, I believe in you. Mm. I know you can do it. And I'm going to demonstrate my belief by putting money in you. Mm. What was the next conversation? Well, to be fair, it was a bit of a blur. Okay. My heart was pumping because I just thought somebody has come to offer me the opportunity to set up my own business financially. And, and not only that, to be offered that by a company um, who I have a massive respect for and, a, and an individual who I have a massive respect for because of how they are and how they treat um, their staff and their employees and what they do in their own um, lives made me just pinch myself and I, I was going over the things in my mind thinking why why me and can I really do it and then I thought God, but, but what if I do do it and I, and I fail um, and you've put this faith in me and I let you down so yeah it it was a bit of a blur and I, I had to take a bit of time to really think about it and then go back and ask a lot more questions because I couldn't really remember a lot of the questions they'd asked me because yeah. I was a little bit in shock to be honest of course so when you'd come to that point of clarity of well okay this is for real I didn't dream it mm. why question mark mm. and then why again and how and when and who and all that stuff mm. what kind of questions were you wanting to remember and then forgetting and then going back to him and asking him about well what did um, you need to know well, I wanted to know, again, why they were doing it, right. to remind myself. And then it was things like, how would it all work? How would it work financially? How would it you know, um, work as a business? And all these things that I'd never really done before. You know, I, had, I was a part of a big corporate organization who there was a finance department, there was, a, there was an everything department. Of and course. he was talking about me setting everything up from scratch. So setting up a business, finding an event that I wanted to run, team, everything, with their support, which is amazing. But I was just asking him how all how he thought all of this would work. Yeah, what was um, his vision? Mm, and, and very much his vision was, was whatever, my vi whatever I wanted my vision to be. Wow. Which, you know, how, how lucky and how fortunate is that? <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't saying, I'm going to invest in you, but actually I'm going to run it. <laughs> no, he, you know, he said, oh, you know, they, they would be there financially, um, but also as a support, as a business and two individuals. So him and um, the CEO, who's an amazing um, woman who's worked up from in that business from the age of, I think she's been there for 15 years from the shop floor right up to the CEO of wow. the business. So very impressive person too. Definitely. And to know that I had the two of them there able to support me and, and help as well was just quite amazing so you have mentors yes which is just so needed mm. oh and I had mentors in the two of them and I had mentors in my terms of my personal coach of course and these are people who didn't know me personally which actually by talking to me and listening to me and hearing me they and and actually my investors by seeing how I worked over the six years that they knew me mm. saw from themselves what my um, qualities were and what I was able to do without me having to tell them mm -hmm. and what did that do for you and your self-worth, self-belief, self-esteem, self-confidence. Well, it just made me think that, yes, I can do this. And I've got to give it a go because I'd be absolutely mad not to. So it's like everything is put in front of you that mm. is to go for it, which mm. then gives you absolutely no reason to step away from it, really. No. It was just so obvious that it's about fear. Yes. Yeah. It was fear and my confidence that was stopping me for quite a long time. But you'd done the, the confidence thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of got got these things going on in your head which were yeah. allowing you to remember that I am good at what I do. Yes. And it's just about 
regurgitating them and saying them and being them constantly, isn't mm, it? it is. How did you get over the fear? Um, hmm. I guess you don't always get over the fear because mm. actually having a little bit of a fear about it is a good thing because it drives you to do it and do it well. I'd say I still have a bit of fear about it because, you know, this has got to be an ex- a success um, and it is turning out to be that. But I think, yeah, I don't think I've got over it. I think I think I've always got a little bit of a fear, but because I know I've done it now and and with my team set up some really amazing things and I look back now and think, oh my God, I did that, we did that. Mm. Um, and I know that if I can do that, there's so much more that I can do and I can do with my team. Yeah, and it, that, and that, that is what taking action does. Mm. That's amazing. Let's go for a little break. We'll find out even more and include personal power after the break in the news. Welcome back. You're listening to Nicolette on Mind Your Business. And we're talking personal power with Sam Willoughby in the hot seat. Hey, Sam. Hello. (laughs) So we've heard all about what's been going on with you and how you've got to the point where you're at. And we're going to continue that conversation in a few moments. What I'd love to do is get as many of the sources for personal power into our time today as possible. And um, we're actually going to work on five. There's ten. And then I'm going to do the other five next week. So why would we even want to know about these sources, the personal power sources, where we can get them from. Well, you might know that with awareness comes change. So if you're looking to realize your full potential, whatever that means to you, then if you know where to tap into your personal power, you can actually decide which ones you want more of. And it gives you the chance really to be quite decisive about where you put your energy. How do you get more personal power? How do you get more personal power not where's the source how do you get more that's a different radio show I'm afraid and I will be talking about it (laughs) so stay tuned but the first source of personal power is network power really important and I'm sure Sam that this is something that you've come across and become aware of running your own business the power of your network this is about who you know it's a question out to you guys who do you know when you know people of influence and you build relationships with them you too actually become a person of influence to others not only that the network you know can dramatically increase your sphere of influence because you know them and others value that and they know that you know them so having a powerful network can offer valuable advice mentorship it can give you important information which gives which keeps you very much in the loop of what's going on. It can open your eyes to new opportunities. It can help you kickstart or even accelerate your journey towards achievement of your goals if you're not already on it. And it can help you find new clients, which is really important for manifesting your business, building your business, and actually creating some kind of monetary value to your business. It can help you find partners, and it can help you find potential investors. And it can also introduce you to others who may be in a position to help you. Now, Sam, what's been your experience of network power? It's probably been the most important thing in terms of me making it a success of of my business and of Live Well Events. Um, And I think the point at which I embrace that was when things really started happening and I really started developing the idea for my event right um because the first couple of of weeks when I was starting to research what I was going to be doing I was sat in my my lounge thinking what's going I can't do this and then I thought actually this is just pointless just go out and meet people 
don't have unless you have a gender just go out and meet them go for a coffee mm. start talking to people about what you're doing and so many things started to happen when I did that and I would say that most of the partnerships and deals and things that have progressed with the event have happened as a result of meeting someone who told me about someone who introduced me to someone who then became part of what I've been doing yeah um so it's absolutely invaluable getting out there and talking to people is probably the single one most important thing I feel to do with um personal power and helping develop that definitely where would you say your personal power is within network power how you know how high is it if we could measure it in some way zero to ten I expect I don't know what you mean so yeah so you are connected with people yeah those people are obviously connected with other people mm-hmm. who could help you as well. Mm. But people that you know, know that you're connected with certain people. Oh, right. And yeah. so that makes you influential mm. in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So how has that been on your journey? Have you noticed that your influence has become a little higher, a little yes. broader, a little more weighty? Definitely. Could you give Definitely. me an example? Does anything come to mind? Ooh. Without putting you on the spot. <laughs> I mean, I think people have asked, some people have asked me for connections of people now. Right. Um, so I might be talking to somebody who might be speaking at my event or might be exhibiting, and they've asked us or asked me or the team for help and pointing them in the directions of people that they, that could help them. And yeah. I've started to do that and become, you know, the, the health and wellbeing industry was new to me um, when I started in, at the beginning of this year. But now I'm talking with a certain amount of authority as are my team mm. because of the people that we've met and the people that we know who can help other people and advise them in that area. So you're becoming an expert. Yes. <laughs> Take a moment. Soak it in. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful listeners out there can't recommend it enough as Sam has quite lately quite rightly said about her own experience of network power is get out there genuinely build relationships because it is about the authenticity isn't it I think people people have bought me and people have bought the team sometimes more than the actual product because if people believe in you they believe the authenticity of the product behind what you're you're selling and doing yeah definitely so be real build relationships Mm. and really allow people to support you so that you can support someone else it's about passing it on really it's not about taking it and just kind of holding it miserly no it's definitely a two-way thing yeah definitely relationships and that takes us on to the next one which is about interpersonal power now this actually relates to how likable you are how likable are you Sam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might have to ask other people about that <laughs> and it's about how likable you are and how can um how that can actually support your influence with others so if you're liked often there's more scope for persuasion when influencing others and when this is on fire you have really high interpersonal power mm. so coming back to a, you know a serious question how would you say that your likability has supported you I think a lot, actually. Um, mm. If I look at my situation now, I'm two of the the my main team who I have working with me are people that worked with me in my last organisation. We work well together. They respected what I did, and they like they like working for me, and they like me, and we work so well as a team together. And having them on board has made such a difference because of their own individual skills to making this project and this this event and this company work for me um and i think you know the likability factor is really important they have to respect what you do as well but that's why they like you and they like um you know they like the way i work and i think i'm you know i'll be very genuine when i'm talking to people and talking to customers so 
they like you for that and they like your honesty. Yeah. Um, and I find that really, really helps and really works because it is ultimately genuine. It is. So you're not one way with no. them and one way with the other. No. And particularly if I think I've got a, a new exhibitor that I've got on board for my event and they're a new brand starting up. And I'm. it's an amazing brand and I'm really, really keen. Yes, I've got to make a commercial living out of this at some point, but it's all about getting the right sort of companies in that we can help in their journey and setting up. And if it's a great brand that you see great potential in, I want to help them and, and give them as much promotion as they can sure. um, to make them a really successful business. Because ultimately, that will mean that they hopefully stay with the event and grow with the event, mm. um, and, but it makes them successful. So we're giving a lot back to them. We don't just take companies on and go, thank you very much, sign up, off you go. We do and work as much and hard as we can to make them have as successful an event as possible. And that's really, really genuinely important to each and every member of my team. That's really good. I'm, I'm hearing a sense of act of kindness underpinning all of that. The way that someone has given you an act of kindness to demonstrate their belief in you and assisting you in your creation is the same way that you're passing it on to someone else. I think so, but I think it's good business practice, you know, um, to support businesses as well as you know i'm giving them we're giving them an opportunity to promote themselves to the market and to the and to um, brand awareness and all that kind of stuff but the more we can help them with that and help them grow it's giving a better purpose um i want to work in a, and do a, a job and a career that actually means something and is genuinely helping people or businesses um otherwise it, it just what are we working for really yeah and purpose okay um so our next one is expert power Expert power comes from your technical abilities, from your skills and your competences and your experience at your job and the ventures that you explore, uh, the roles that you might play within the adventures that you explore and so on. And if you have some particular skill or expertise that others value, then you will have power over the people who want or need it. So, for example, if you're uh, a creative artist or an entrepreneur and say you're an illustrator, that has a unique skill in delivering your art, then you have expert power. Or if you're a singer that has a particular sound that's been untapped into in the music industry, then you have expert power. Mm -hmm. So Sam, let me ask you, expert power, how would you say that is a part of what you're doing? Um, I think from what's interesting when you're setting up a new event people are interested in it but they're kind of like okay it's a new event but you haven't got anything to show us how well that might work how do we know that this is going to be a good event to be part of mm. and I think for me um, coming and being able to show that I've worked in events for um, 17 years and all, all sorts of organizations and being able to talk to people about that you know I am an event expert as are my team that work with me it gives people confidence about what they're buying into um, so there's kind of that aspect um, and then from a personal expertise aspect mm. um, one of the things for me personally is my um, energy my endless energy and enthusiasm about something that I'm working on mm. and that rubs off it rubs off with my team and they have that same energy it rubs off with the people that I'm talking to Great. and that that expertise of that energy is um, has made a massive difference to the success of what we're doing wonderful image power Mm. <laughs> so our next one is image power this is actually about perception so it's how much power others perceive you have whether you really have it or not unfortunately I honestly believe that this is quite fickle because as much as some of you may or may not want to take this seriously and engage in it 
image is extremely powerful. Even if you're someone out there who doesn't really care about how they look, other people do. It doesn't mean that you have to care what they think. It's just know that other people do care about it. And that's one of the reasons why as a business, you know, we, we hire brand specialists, we hire image consultants or public relations experts, um, even companies that ensure that your image isn't being damaged or tainted in some way throughout the media. That's why we maintain that image power. So we are judged for not who we are, I'm afraid, but for who we seem to be, the impression we give to others. So when you're starting out on your creative journey, you're exploring and you're gaining the confidence and the courage and the self-belief to step into your power, it's important to understand who you're becoming so that you can impress it onto the world daily. You can be who you want to be before you've truly and fully embodied it, actually. And the world will either embrace it or reject it. What do you think about that, Sam? Which are you meaning that this is kind of the same thing as perception? Yes, mm. it is. It's very much, but it's based on the image that you're giving. So if you're not feeling, it's a simple thing of if you're going for a meeting and you don't feel very confident. Do you just show them you don't feel confident no. or do you put on the front and even though you're feeling X, Y and Z, no. you make it clear that this is who I am, this is what I do. No, and it's and it's really important because if you, even if you're quaking in your boots and you feel really nervous, if outwardly you're putting on that persona of, of confidence, people will think you're confident, believe you're confident, even though you don't feel it. That's right. Um, and perception is a powerful thing and it can work negatively. People can have a perception of someone that actually isn't their true isn't what that person is about and I've had experience of that in my past yeah. and it's very very hard to break down perceptions and negative perceptions so it's best to start off in that positive way from the start yeah definitely and and that in itself is a different dialogue really it's about mm -hmm. gaining that self-belief that self-worth but we all have down days yes you know we're human we um, and our <laughs> last one is official power now if you're employed official power relates to the authority that comes from a job title or role it comes from your role and level within that organizational hierarchy. And if you run your own business or work for yourself, then it's about your role within key projects or gigs that you might do and in your own business. Or maybe you're on the board of a committee. That in itself is official power. And your official power is the power that comes from your role. But let's not forget that the clothes do not maketh the person. Yeah, the man or the woman. So you've got to earn your stripes without a belief that your official power alone will continuously, continually give you influence over over your um, over others. You, it's important that you ensure that you actually have that belief within you, and you don't rely on the external of a role that cloaks you to be seen as something. Anything you want to add to that, Sam, from your own experience? Mm, I, I think it's really important to, to gain that respect for that title. Just because you've got that title doesn't mean that you, you are an expert in what you do. Yeah. Um, and it gives authenticity behind you. Because uh, you do see many people in walks of life who have got high-flying high job titles and you see how they operate and you wonder how they've ever got there. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> You're like, what, what on earth? Um, so I think, yeah, working, working and 
in a way that people can see that so it's obvious to them why you are there and why you you are who you are and what you do of course of course so let's just go back to you sam and your experience of where you're at now mm. um the business is up and running it's, yeah. it's, it's sounding amazing and you've got this wonderful venture happening in march can you tell yes. us a bit about it please yeah so we're launching an event called live well london at old billingsgate as you said and the reason for this event is um and the reason for my first event is i've always felt that i need to work on subject matters that are i have a certain passion about and obviously health and well-being is so important to everybody mm. um whatever age you are um, whatever stage you are in your your life whether you're you know a high-flying professional and you're suffering from stress or you're a mum and you never have any minute in the day being healthy and being well both physically and emotionally is really important which is where we came up with the idea for this event okay and um what is it that you want to do to serve the community with this, the people? Who, who are your audience? So it's genuinely anyone who has an interest in their own health and well-being and has spending power. So um, we want to deliver an event where they can come and they can try, taste, test, listen to, find out something new that they didn't know before that's going to help them um, lead a fitter, healthier and happier life. Great. Where's it taking place? Old Billingsgate. When? In London. The 1st to the 3rd of March, 2019. Okay. Now, how do people get hold of tickets? Because they're on sale, aren't they? They are. Early bird, special early bird price at the moment for a limited time. So it's www.livewelllondon.com. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share about Live Well London? Uh, nothing more than it's just going to be a great day out. Come, mm. come with friends. Um, there'll be plenty of things to try out, plenty of things to buy, plenty of ways to just relax um, and just come along and find out something new. That's it, really. Hey, that's enough. <laughs> and I'll be doing a talk there as well. You will be, absolutely. We're <laughs> delighted you can join us. I'm honoured to have been asked. Thank oh, you, Sam. Not at all. <laughs> so we're coming to the end of the show. So I want to just close with a little recap of what we've gone over, which literally is about all of our personal power skills within a, like a bubble of sourcing them, a place to find them. Now, you can find them in your network, within your interpersonal skills, amongst your skills and your expertise, in how you show up every day. How do you show up? How do you show up, Sam, every day? What's, what's the mantra that might go on in your mind when you get up and want to represent who you are to the world? Um, with a smile on my face. Yeah, great. And also, you can source your personal power from within the official roles that you play daily at work remembering to be authentic and remembering that you're not wearing the cloak that's going to shield who you truly are. The cloak is there just to support and to enhance and to embellish. You take it off and you're still there and you're the same person. So no lies, okay? <laughs> There's a lot of potential for influential power in all of those five sources of personal power. And I really encourage you to go out there and start stepping into and living your personal power if you're not doing it already. And if you are doing it, how could you make it even bigger and bolder and brighter? So Sam, as we close today, if there's someone out there who was at the place where you were initially, actually, which was I'm in a job or I'm in what I want to do, but I want to do it a different way. I want to go off on a tangent in some way. I want to create. And they're just feeling a little bit lacking. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to them? 
Can I say a couple of things? I'd love it if you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd find somebody that's going to support them and mentor them and give them that confidence and courage to make that leap. Right. And I would try and do it now. There's never a better time. There's no point putting it off. You can always do it. You can always go back to what you did before. Mm. There's Nothing's going to go wrong. You've just got to give it a try because otherwise you're never going to know. It's so true. There is something that the human mind needs, beautiful listeners. The human mind needs certainty. So whenever you are feeling doubtful about something, find a way to be certain about it, especially if it's something that you really want to move into, but the only thing that's stopping you are, like Sam, the lack of confidence and the fear. As soon as Sam got her certainty, her knowing that, "Hmm, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter, I can still get a job, that's part of when she was able to say, hey, let's tick that box, tick that box, and let's just say, hey, bye-bye job, and hello, new world, Um, which is just amazing. That is it for today. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. I've really enjoyed being on your show. (laughs) Thank you. I've loved the fact that you've been here and just shared with my wonderful creatives how they can enhance their world and their life and just shift their thinking, actually, to be more positive and more powerful, which is why I do this show. Thanks, everybody. I really look forward to being here next week. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. Welcome. Have a great week, everyone. You're listening to Mind Your Business with Nicolette Wilson-Clark, Master Coach to Creative Entrepreneurs.